Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. All right, and we are live. Welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo. I just had a sip of my, I can't really call it bulletproof, I guess, because of the way that it's made. Um, I'm not using their beans or whatever, but I just took a sip of this incredible butter coffee. For those of you who know me, you know that this is something I do pretty much before every show. I'm actually five weeks into drinking decaf, which you coffee lovers out there are really pissed at me for doing, uh, but honestly, five weeks off of caffeine has been an incredible awakening to me just in showing me that uh, I was incredibly addicted to caffeine before this, uh, but essentially, for those of you who are wondering what bullet, uh, what uh, butter coffee is, uh, I can't say bulletproof, got to remember that, but butter coffee is essentially you take coffee, grind the beans up, make the coffee, then what you do is you take some grass-fed butter, you put that the best quality butter that you can get your hands on, you put that into a blender, you then pour some MCT, medium chain triglyceride oil into there. That helps with brain function and your ability to focus. And then I also put some collagen protein in mine as well just to help with hair, skin, and also just to get a few extra grams of protein into my diet. I blend that sucker up. And that is my pre-show drink and actually kind of a mid-show drink. I typically take sips of this puppy right before we get on and potentially in between, but that's how I like to start my show. Uh, that's like I, that's how I like to start my day as well, and I'm really excited for today's show. I'm going to try something different today that I have yet to do because honestly, I'm not quite sure the, <laughs> the legality of what I'm about to do, um, but as most of you probably know, if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably an avid podcast listener or at least getting into that area. I listen to a number of different podcasts, the Joe Rogan Experience, The Art of Charm, The Tim Ferriss Show, the Ben Greenfield Fitness Podcast. I can go on and on. I love tuning into podcasts because I get a wealth of knowledge and I get to choose what I listen to. And Oftentimes, I find myself listening to podcasts and just hearing these nuggets, and I just really would love to share them with you guys because I think they pertain a lot to the young generation and even people who are older who are looking to make a change in their life, who are looking to pursue a, a newfound passion or finally you know, take a leap off that ledge and do something drastic, but that's going to ultimately change their lives for the better. And so what I'm going to do, uh, first of all, I'm going to share a clip from the Joe Rogan experience. He is uh, having a conversation slash interview with a guy by the name of John Dudley. And John Dudley is a professional archer, believe it or not. He is full of a wealth of knowledge. Um, he's also the host of the Knock on TV. Uh, it's an archery show. You can find that on YouTube. He also has a podcast called Knock On, and that's spelled N-O-C-K. Uh, I want to give credit where credit is due. But I want to share a little clip from their show uh, that has to do with John Dudley following his passion. 
He has a college football scholarship waiting for him, and he turns that down to take a job making roughly $4 an hour at an archery shop, something that most would deem only an insane person would do, but yet it ultimately leads him down this path of a career that he loves and to do the thing that he loves every single day. And so two things, I'm going to play this here, but I want to ask you all listeners, if you are good with this legal stuff or you know how this stuff works, please write me. You can go on yieldmastermind.com backslash podcast. You can you can find us on any of the social medias. Let me know, can I in fact play a clip from a different show on my podcast if I give credit and you know say some sort of disclaimer? Is that ultimately not allowed at all? Can I only quote uh, via me speaking from a different show? I have zero idea. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to play this clip from the Joe Rogan Experience And I'm going to let you all know this is all rights uh, belong to Joe Rogan and his podcast. Um, Two things can happen. Either it's okay for me to do and I'm going to start doing this more often because I think it can be very beneficial or um, Joe Rogan might come after me, which may not be all that bad for my podcast and the press that we would like to have anyways. So here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to play this clip and then I'm going to discuss a little bit about why following your passion really makes so much sense, even when it doesn't seem to make sense, even when it seems scary, even when things are so uncertain, I promise you, it's really ultimately the only thing that you can do to make for a life that you are going to enjoy, that's going to be fulfilling, and that's going to ultimately get you up in the morning every single day. So here we go, guys, the clip from the Joe Rogan experience with his conversation with John Dudley. Please enjoy. You are listening to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. Enjoy the show. One thing led to another. I went to an archery shop where I saw a lot of guys with like shirts on that said like the name of a shop. So I knew they were like kind of local shooters for representing this store. So the next day I was in that store and I said, hey, I want to get better. I know a lot of guys here were shooting and a lot of those guys were in the range and I just started asking questions. A lot of people didn't want to help, which is why I really want to help the archery world. It's my way of giving back because there were people that didn't want to help me. But then I remember a guy came in and said, are my arrows done? And the guy behind the counter said, let me check in the back. And he kind of walked past me and he goes, come here, kid. And because I, I had hung out in that store for about four days, just kind of watching and looking around. I didn't really have any, you know, importance. So he takes me in the back room and he says, you got to build these guys arrows for me. Cause I forgot to do them. And I said, I don't know how to build arrows. And he goes, okay, you take this feather put in this clamp, put glue right down this feather like this, put the arrow in this jig, you push down on it. Then you turn the wheel, go to the next arrow. After you get to the end, take the clamp off, put another feather in, you know, and he literally gave me the thing. So I was in there like trying to figure out how to do this. And you didn't even work there? No, I was there like, <laughs> like literally stalking people in the range. I was like the weird guy in the corner with like the hunting bow that was probably my dad's hand-me-down. I'm like stalking all the shooters and about an hour later, I came out with, you know, this guy's arrows that he probably paid a hundred bucks for and some like snot nosed kid that did, had never even built them, built them for the guy. And so he goes, all right, good job. And he goes, here, now go do these. And two weeks later, 
I remember telling my dad, Hey, I think I'm going to, um, I'm not going to do that, the football thing. And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, I, I got offered a job at this archery shop. I'm going to do it. And my dad's like, so you're not going to play college football and get a, get a, um, an education. You're going to work in an archery shop. And he goes, what's this archery shop paying? I said, four ten an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I, my dad's been so good. My, both my parents have been so supportive on everything in life, but that was the one time where he looked me in the face and just said, this is a really stupid decision, <laughs> but Hey, I mean, you know, it's, I just think it's a great story because it shows that if someone's willing to commit to a dream, then as long as you're able to put in the work and stay focused on it, there's so many people that make businesses out of dreams or, you know, careers out of sports that you would never even consider. Well, just think of that story. Now you're traveling all over the world coaching international teams in archery. I mean, it's it's a crazy story if you really stop and think about it. It's really weird. <laughs> you know, I have some very – I have some friends that are very successful according to the business world. And there's times where I'm with those people and then they're introducing me to like a senator or a governor and then they're like, well, well, John, you know, it's like, hey, this is my personal friend, John, and I'm, you know, with the president of the university or something. And they're like, so, John, what do you do? And it's one of these, you want to be able to say, oh, I have an MBA or, right. you know, I'm, yeah, I do um, rocket science stuff. <laughs> but it's like, uh, I'm an archer. Yeah, I shoot a bow for a living. And they're just like. Really? I'm a slingshot master. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you start, you know, you start explaining what you're actually doing and you realize this is a, it's a really big world. Today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Fuel 101. Now guys, if you're looking for a book that's going to help give you a framework to succeed, to reach your goals, to accomplish those things you've always wanted to accomplish, to take that leap of faith, maybe get you out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, you might be a person that isn't quite sold on personal development books, self-help books, maybe you're a young person who doesn't feel like the books relate to you, you could be any age, Rocket Fuel 101 is a six-step process that's going to propel you towards your goals and stop you from drifting through life. This is one of those books that's going to provide you with a framework. This six-step process is going to help you figure out your passions, pick a trajectory, you know, launch your mission, go ahead, set those goals, go 100% at it. If you're going to bring people along with you, you're going to find a mastermind network. There's so many things that this book is going to give you. You do not want to miss out on getting a copy for yourself. And in sponsoring the show, Rocket Fuel 101 is going to give you 15% off any and all purchases of books, whether it be the hard copy or ebook. All you have to do is go to the Rocket Fuel 101 numbers, Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. Again, that's the Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. And when you're at the checkout, type in the promo code podcast. That's promo code podcast. You are going to receive 15% off your purchase. And this is something, it's not a one time deal. You will get this no matter how many purchases you make. 
All right, so here's what I want you guys to do in this order. Go to therocketfuel101book.com. Get yourself, your friends, your family, whoever you want, get them a copy of the book, enter promo code podcast, and start reading. You guys don't want to miss out on this. I mean, man, what an incredible, incredible story to go from having a college football scholarship to taking a job at an archery shop for $4.10 an hour. I mean, think about the opportunity cost there. Think about telling your parents. Think about telling your significant other. Think about even telling your friends. I mean, how crazy must he have sounded? I mean, imagine this. Imagine John Dudley. Let's put yourself in in his shoes. Imagine you walk up to even somebody that you hardly know, that you really don't care what their opinion is of you for the most part. You walk up to them and they kind of know you through the grapevine. And they say, hey, you're that, you're that guy. You're, you're Joe or Bob or Ann or Hannah. And you got that, that college scholarship, right? And you know, you're like, yeah, yeah, I did. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. Where, where, where are you going to go? Like, where, when, when does school start? When do you have to report for camp? And you're like, oh, actually, um, I didn't take the college scholarship there. And they're like, well, what did you take a scholarship at a different school, at a better school? What what are you doing? And you're like, no, actually, I'm gonna take a job, you know, doing you can and fill in the blank, painting for four dollars and ten cents an hour, or working at an auto shop for four dollars and ten cents an hour. I mean, nowadays that'd probably be illegal. We're talking about minimum wage here, like okay, nine, ten bucks an hour. But that must sound crazy to people. But when you start with the end in mind, and I'll quote the classic Steve Covey there, when you start with the end in mind, you understand what the long game is. You understand that, yes, right now you are taking a cut in pay. So, yes, you're not making as much money now. But the knowledge that you gain from that and the wisdom that you gain from being around what you want to do, that craft that you're trying to you know, build within you and you're trying to get better at every single day, when you do that at that level and you sacrifice, I think it, it builds within you so much more. As a plane flies by, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it, it just instills in you the, the power and the, the necessity to go through this. I mean, imagine sacrificing at that level. You are going to be so much more focused. You're going to be so much more intent on what you're doing. You're going to pay more attention. You're going to want to learn every single little nook and cranny of this, this thing that you're trying to accomplish. And I know that this is, you know, I'll share a personal example. For me, it was playing college basketball. It was like, you know, I wasn't heavily recruited out of high school. I had a knee injury my junior year, which is the recruiting year. I went to school at University of Nevada, Reno my freshman year and partied my face off. And, you know, after about midway through my sophomore year of college, I decided, wow, I'd like to play college basketball. Now, telling that to people, I literally didn't have a single minute of game film. I don't know where it went. <laughs> didn't play AAU basketball. I wasn't recruited out of high school. So I'm already, I'm already down compared to everyone else who's being recruited at all the schools I wanted to go play for. But yet, I made it happen. I sacrificed. And it ultimately ended with me playing college basketball, doing something I love to do, making incredible friends, having an experience that I wouldn't trade for the world. One of the things that I like to live by and one of the things that John Dudley refers to in this Joe Rogan Experience podcast is he doesn't want to live with regrets. He doesn't want to have any regrets, and that's something that I can relate to very deeply on a very deep level because 
I don't want to live life with any regrets. I mean, we have all these incredible life experiences in front of us. And when you think about life itself, I mean, how short is it? How finite is this experience that we live? I mean, what I want to do with my life is have as many incredible experiences, friendships, just awesome things to to see, do, you know, taste, smell, touch. I mean, I want to have these tangible experiences that I can remember remember forever. But going out and making a quick buck doing something I'm not really all that interested in doing, which is a lot what a lot of us do right out of college or even out of high school or, you know, it's just what society tells us to do. I don't believe that's the path that's going to lead to fulfillment and us doing what we love to do. So for instance, let's say you want to be a musician and you're going to school right now because your parents or one of your high school teachers or a book you read said that you should get a business degree because that makes sense and that's going to land you a safe job out of college, right? So you get this business degree and out of college you get this entry level, let's call it a marketing job or accounting job, whatever you want to say. You get this job and you got to work 40 plus hours a week because when you're entry level and your salary, they can work you to the bone and, and they can't, they don't got to pay you any extra. So let's say you're working 50 hours a week, which is typical in an entry level job. When do you have time for art? And there is time. You can do it at night. You can do it in the, in the, on the weekends. You have to become intentional. So if you're in that position, get intentional. Don't have the idea that you can't start because you have no time. You have to get started right away, but you have to put your craft first. Now, I understand that work or whatever you're up to, it could be school, it could be whatever, takes up a big chunk of your time, but you have to time block. You have to get good at scheduling your life to make sure that the things that are important to you get put first. Because if that doesn't happen, guess what? You're the person 10, 20, 30 years later, you got two kids, a house, a mortgage, all this credit card debt, doing something you hate to do, you're balding or you're out of shape, you haven't been to the gym in years, you haven't talked to your friends that you loved or you know you haven't had any of these experiences and you, you wonder, man, where did the time go? That's what happens. It's when you don't put your passion first. So my ask of all of you listeners today is to really get clear, what is your passion? What are you passionate about? Maybe what is it that you enjoy as a hobby right now? It could be ice skating, it could be sculpting, it could be painting, taking pictures. I mean, you with all the technology that we have and the access to things that we have nowadays that we didn't have before, even 20, 30, 40 years ago, you have the ability to take up these things that were never possible. So what are you passionate about? What, are you, what do you enjoy as a hobby at the moment? And I would, I would ask and challenge all of you to put that thing first. Put it first over the next week, next two weeks, whatever that looks like for you, and really dive into that and see if you love it. And I, I, would, I would even go to say, as another example for you guys, this podcasting stuff that I'm doing is something that's totally a passion for me, and I definitely put first. And you know I have a lot of other obligations right now, but I love putting on this podcast. I feel that I grow personally every single episode. I feel that I grow and learn and, and take in wisdom and knowledge from all the people that I have conversations with. I learn from you listeners when you guys give me feedback, so please keep doing that. You know, I've learned how to create a website because of this. I've learned how to, you know, do some some uh, production stuff like audio editing and all this and I love it. I love the growth that I've had personally. And I promise you, if you take up that thing you're passionate about, I guarantee you're going to have growth on a major, major level. And just seriously, 
Joe Rogan did it. You know, all these people who are successful doing things at a high level that we all, you know, quote unquote, wish we could do, or, you know, we wish that was possible for us, but they did it because they're so-and-so and, you know, we're not them. They all started in this position. So, you know, with John Dudley's example, if you want to be a world-class archer, you might have to make a sacrifice. You might have to not go to college. And that's a very extreme, extreme story, but it's a great story to show the level of sacrifice he was willing to make to follow his dreams. And he made it happen, and look where he is today. He travels all over the world coaching, instructing. He's a world-class archer. He does all these things that he loves to do because he made a sacrifice early on and stuck with the game plan. Are you willing, are you personally right now willing to make sacrifices for the things you love, the things you want to do, these passions that you have? Are you really willing to do that? And if the answer to that question is yes, then I promise you you're doing the right thing. If the answer is no, you may need to take some time and get clear, really understand what you're passionate about, really understand where your priorities are. And in that, you will figure out you know, what you can do to change that up or, or maybe you just want to float and, and you, know, you think right now is a time where you just kind of need to go on autopilot and kind of skim, skim by and do the bare minimum and work at that job or do the entry-level schooling stuff that you're doing. But my suggestion to you would be to, to take a look at that and really become clear on what you want and don't let that go on for too long. If you do, 5, 10, 20 years are going to pass by and you're going to come back to this episode and you're going to wish that you you heeded my advice. So with that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, signing out. If you guys enjoyed that episode, please let us know. Find us at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're going to be at Yield Mastermind on all those platforms. Check out our website, yieldmastermind.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those platforms. Please reach out to us. Let us know if you like the show. Let us know if you're loving the content. Please write us a review on iTunes if you feel the desire to. We really appreciate hearing from our audience and really understanding if you guys are loving what you're hearing or if you guys would like to hear something totally different. We're always open to that stuff. Thanks for listening. We hope you are enjoying this show as much as we are, and we can't wait for you guys to tune in next time.